This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why weren't you paying child support? Um, I was paying in between. I was out of the country for four years. And on my return, my- um, Wait, wait, ha- but why didn't you pay the child support when you were out of the country? Because there's no possible way to pay. Where were you? The country Ma- Mars, where were you? This is the plaintiff, Cindy. She says the defendant's her ex-husband. And he was in a jam, and so she loaned him some money because she felt bad for him. A few weeks went by, and he didn't pay her back. And when she asked for it again, he ignored her. Turns out the guy lost $50,000 gambling. He lied to her about why he needed the money. And she's here suing him for the $1,705 he owes her. This is the defendant, Ayindi. He says his ex-wife never loaned him any money, and she's just claiming she did because she's mad he got the courts to grant his petition to stop paying child support because their daughter doesn't live with her anymore. The plaintiff's very irritating. She has no case, and he's quite confident the judge will agree. He's accused of dissing an ex-wife. All parties. Please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it? Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. Okay, this gentleman is your ex-husband, and you had one child together? Yes, Your Honor. All right. He was behind on child support by how much? Um, I think it was like 23000 Wow, that's a lot. How, yeah. how long had he not been paying? Uh, for a very long what, time. That's not an answer. I, how long? About three years. Three years. Yeah. And why weren't you paying child support? Um, I was paying in between. I was out of the country for four years. And on my return, my um, wait, wait, ha- but why didn't you pay the child support when you were out of the country? Because there's no possible way to pay. Where were you? The country Ma- Mars, where were you? Trinidad and Tobago. So what? How is there no way to send money from Trinidad? I was sending money, but not through the child support. I gave my daughter. My daughter used to come visit me every year. Right, but you know what your obligation was. Where you were supposed exactly? to send it to the court. And if you could send it exactly. to her, you could send it to the court. The reason you didn't pay is because you could get away with it because no one was going to go. The government wasn't going to go fish you out of Trinidad. However, then you came back to the country. And what happened? Um, he called me and told me that he took all his life savings and to pay off the child support that he owed. Wait, wait. So 
you're owed all this child support and he doesn't call you and say, hey, I'm going to pay it. What? Or, he just yeah. pays it behind your back. No. How, what happened? Did they were you living in America by that point And did they catch up with you? No, they did not. What happened? I decided I ran into some money and put some money together. How I did, did you run into some money? I savings and my mom and we put money together. Plus, I won some money. How did you win some money? Gambling Play, or lottery? Gambling. Gambling. All right. So there's no dispute that he paid up at some point, right? Okay. How does this 1500 that is the subject of this lawsuit go from you to him? Okay. He called me the end of 2016 when he knew that I was supposed to be getting the money. He called me and notified me that I was going to get the child support money. He told me that he took all his savings, pay off the money that he owed, and he wanted to open his own business. Um, he said the people did some work for him on his shop, and now they're hunting him down for the money. Can I... At this point, had he already paid the child support? Yes. How much had he paid? What he owed and then some? Yes. Not, he didn't pay. The state took it. Since he won the money gambling, the state took whatever Wait, you got to slow down. Did he pay the child support, yes or no? The state took it from the money he won. The, the child, child support. Yes, the child support. Okay, yeah. back it up. So what yeah. happens is the state gets a report on gambling winnings. There is a warrant out for the money. So the state confiscates it from where? His bank account? I guess from when, when so he So that's the it. compulsion to yeah. pay. Yeah. All right, and what do they take? Everything that's in arrears and then some or just what's in arrears? Just what's in arrears. So if she gave you $1,500, why don't you have to pay it? At the point in time, I called her before I made the payment, right? Because I am the one that made the choice to make the payment. Nobody confiscated money. Except for you owe it, right? Right, I It's owe not it. like you're not being no. like a great no. dad. No, You're it's, actually a deadbeat dad. It's, You've accumulated it's... 20 grand, so go on. All right, I called her. I said, I was trying to get if she's gonna stop the child support. I asked Why her, would she stop the child support? I asked her if she would, if I what, paid no, the lump sum. How old's your child? What would be the reason you wouldn't have to pay for bringing a no, life into no, the No, no, no. Why that, would that she I did stop, not I'm sorry, what, why would she stop child support? How right, old was your daughter not. at the time? Um, she was like about 14. Six, was she yeah. four, how old at that time, I think she was, yes, uh, what year? What, what year was this? 2016. So she was 14? Yeah, she's 18 okay. now. All right, go on. So you asked her, uh, listen, they've caught up with me, and I'm going to have to pay this 20 grand, but in return, I'd like for you to stop asking me to, to support my own child. That's, that's what you're saying? And then she said what? She said yes. She's going, I asked her to stop the child support. She said, once I paid in lump sum, because she said it before. When you say you paid her the money, did you give her a check? No. You gave it to the it government. True. And yes. did the government, in fact, find out about your winnings because the, 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 the uh, casino has to report it? And I, did they tell you you have to pay, we're taking this money from your winnings? Did they tell you that? I'm the one who made that choice. I don't I did know what not... you're saying. Listen carefully to me. Yes. Mechanically, how was the money paid? They Through took the it out system. of your winnings. Yes. Yeah, okay. I don't know what you're talking about, about choice. That's not a choice. All right, so now what happens? You then ask her for 1500 How? Well, how did that come up? A phone call. And I asked and her, what did I said, you say? because I said, you are not going to stop the child support. And I did everything that I had to do, and I'm in need could you send me $1,500? She agreed and she sent it. Right, but is the idea that you were never going to pay her back for that? It wasn't alone. 
Wait, so I, I she's giving you a $1,500 gift. You, the guy yeah. who left her for years I didn't to support her. your child I did alone. not leave her. She left me. I don't mean whether she left you. Yeah, but which I apparently... always support my child. I always send money to her. I give her back. I'm card. sorry, you were $20,000 in arrear and child support. But How'd I that sent, happen? I went to court also for modification because the money that I sent to her, the judge granted it to me. I used to send money. I gave her a bank card. And while I was in Trinidad, I used to deposit and send money straight to her, directly to her, to support now, my daughter. Now, there was some recent activity in court. What happened? Um, my daughter turned, well, she graduated a year early, so she decided that um, she wants to move to New York to live. So she was still 17. So I said, you can go try it out. She was staying by my mom, but she was going back and forth to both residents. When she turned 18, she officially moved to my mom's house, and um, and I have already decided I, when she turned 18, I was gonna cut it off because I was tired of the back and forth with uh, the, the defendant and not paying it, and it was just being stressed. I used to have to miss work to come up to court when we have court dates, so I had already made up my mind that I was gonna turn it off once she turned 18. Then he filed. Um, well, plus, if she moves out, you have to cut it off. Yeah. I mean, he, he, go ahead. Yeah, right. I mean, in New York, it's actually until a, a parent has to pay child support until 21, which I was kind of surprised mm -hmm. about. But um, God, we're infantilizing an entire generation. <laughs> go on. Yes. And, um, you know, when 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 we came up, I had already said I'm done with it because so, I don't want to do it. Well, it's a little stress. curious because you don't file this lawsuit in 2017, you filed it on the day that child support got cut off. So I presume his version is that was in retaliation for child support being cut off, right? Correct. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levinier. Would you ever own your ex-spouse, loan your ex-spouse money? Yeah, I think I would. Your ex-spouse? Yes. Why do you suppose your spouse is an ex? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, think about that. What do you say? Um, I would think so. Really? Yeah. If they were if they were in trouble, yeah, I would say yes. Anybody divorced here? No? Okay. Well, what? Huh? No, I'm just kidding. What do you say? I think it depends on the circumstances, but if I was married to them, they probably aren't a bad person. So yes, they would. But you, why'd you divorce them then? Probably just um, unreconcilable differences. Just didn't get along. But if you don't get along, doesn't that raise an issue about why you would borrow a loan of money? Because maybe he's not going to pay you back. No, I think that if I chose to marry someone, that they would have enough values that I'd be able to trust that they'd be able to pay me back. Okay, you know what? I kind of like ending on that. That was good, going inside the courtroom. Actually, when I came up the first time to do it, um, I didn't have his address. And when you file the, um, the, the papers, I didn't have the address. So when he filed the last court case, taking me to court to stop the child payment. That's when I got the address. And if you were gonna, that, that's a little like he was gonna pay you your 20 grand. You were gonna stop the child support payments. Why didn't you? Why did he have to take you to court? No, because um, when they turned 18, I automatically thought that it was gonna cut off. So then when no, I- but it's not. It goes till 21 right, unless she moves out. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't know that. So then when he, when I received the court paper, I said, once I go to court, I'm just gonna tell the judge, that's the end of it. I don't want to deal with it no more. She's and did you the... tell the judge that? Yes, when the Is, judge Did she me, tell the judge, I'm fine, we're done, she's out of the house? After I requested it, the judge asked me, what is my reason 
for asking for the child support to stop before the age of 21. And I explained to him that she's not in school. She moved out her mother's house. She's living with her grandmother. She's working. Doing she's self-supporting. Right. Mm -hmm. And the judge was like, okay, well, that's a good reason. And then he turned to her and asked her, he said, are you willing to stop it? Or do, do you want it to stop? No. He said, what's your point? Mm -hmm. And then she was like, yes, I want it stopped. Okay. That's what it was. It. All right. I'm going to order you to pay back the $1,500 and the $20 wire fee to get you the $1,500. Uh, from your own testimony, you admit that you asked her for it because you needed it for work. I, you are telling me, but that's a gift. It's not a gift. I don't see any circumstances under which somebody who you owe 20 grand to, who the government has to force you to pay, uh, would give you a gift. I don't know why you sent them the 1500 but you did, and this is your repayment for it. In any event, it doesn't sound like someone who says, yeah, I've got no problem, and the child support was doing that and files a case in retaliation, even though the timing is suspect. It doesn't sound like she's mad if she agreed to it. Um, and it's the law anyway that that's when it would end. I find that you owe her the 1500 that the only reason you didn't pay her back is because you feel like, hey, I should have had a right to work out a payment plan and I didn't get one. No. Uh, 1500 you don't have a right to work out a payment plan when you win 50 grand in gambling and the government finds out. There's no payment plan there. $1,520. I'm not going to order him to pay your lost wages. Um, for what? Like, you know, your remedies to win. You're winning now. $1,520, verdict for the plaintiff. So the plaintiff prevails, Mr. Allende. The judge orders you to pay her $1,520. You came in here saying you were convinced the judge was going to agree with you. I thought Didn't so. happen, did it? Nope. <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, you know, if she says she loaned it to me, she got it back. I'm, uh, I'm satisfied. She's satisfied. She said it wasn't a loan. It was you owe her. <laughs> well, okay. That's it. Yeah. So are you done with her? Are you still communicating with her? Not really. Not really? My daughter is of age. I communicate with my daughter. Good for you. All right. Thank All you very right. much. You must sign some documents out there on your way out of the courtroom. Cindy? Hello. <laughs> How are you now? I am happy. I got what I deserved. It was a loan. He never, I have the text that he agreed to pay it back. It was a loan and everything. So everything that he said in there was all a lie. <laughs> and he didn't even know that I was going to find out that he won the money gambling. Yeah. Somebody told me. That's interesting. So, yes. <laughs> good that you heard. Good, good you heard. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay, you must sign some documents and that's it. Harvey? I mean, look, my opinion about this, I think it's insane not to get it in writing. If you get divorced, a lot of times it's because you don't get along. And if you don't get along, it's a sign. And therefore, if you really need to loan him money or want to loan him money, um, at least get it in writing. Now, we'll do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This is the plaintiff, Michelle. She says she rented her rustic cottage to the defendant and the woman lit off some fireworks which burned holes in some plastic pipes on her front lawn, causing a leak, and she had to hire a plumber to replace them. When she confronted the defendant about paying the bill, the woman stopped payment on the rental, wrote a scathing review online, and posted pictures of someone else's dilapidated house. Some people. She's suing for $1,759.80, the amount she's owed for the rental and repairs. This is the defendant, Stacy Collins. She says the place was not cleaned before her arrival. The bathroom didn't even have a door, just a shower curtain. And there weren't three bedrooms as advertised, there was just one. The woman also accused her of melting her pipes. You're darn right she reversed the payment because this place was a disaster. And she refuses to pay. She's accused of being a rotten renter. All parties, please do your audience. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff rented a rustic cottage to the defendant, and the defendant lit fireworks off, which burned holes in a pipe, and then had the audacity to write a bad review online. Now, the defendant says the place was a mess when she moved in. It's the case of your place doesn't sparkle anymore. Thank you, Doug. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay. Um, Michelle, what general area is this uh, rustic cottage that you own in? It's in the Finger Lakes region? It's in the Finger Lakes region uh, okay. in upstate New York. And it's on a lake? Correct. All right, so this cottage, you rent it out by the week? Yes, I do. And you rented it out to the defendant. Had you ever stayed there before? No. How did you find the place? On HomeAway. Which is a website that hooks up homeowners with people who want to rent the house. Correct. So how much were you charging to, for a week's stay? I was charging... Um, 1624 That was with the security deposit. Do you have the original advertisement? I have screenshots of it that I took from my phone while I was there. Um, Let yes. me see that. Okay. So you apparently... Um, Contested it with the credit card company. I did, yes. All right, now this is the advertisement that you took screenshots of seasonal rustic cottage, early 1900s hunting cabin, 385 foot beachfront that is shared with the lake house but no one else. Double beds, two, futon sofa that can double as a bed in the common room, alcove bunk bed. Um, so what happens is you're very unhappy with the rental Correct. and you end up contesting it with your credit card company. So let's go to you first and tell me what you were unhappy with, because that's what makes sense given how things worked out. Tell me. Okay. Uh, when I in initially arrived at the cottage, the one thing we noticed was that the bathroom where the shower was, which is visible from the stairs when you go up the stairs. How is it, it visible? It just has a curtain. So the shower is there, and then there's a toilet that also has its own curtain. So that was the first thing that caught me off guard. because Okay, it says hold it, on. Because there was nothing about, oh, we don't have a real bathroom. Like, you assumed it was four walls and a door. Right, which they, okay, there wait. is a half bathroom that does have four walls and a door, but the shower does not have so four walls. So when you shower and you're naked, anybody going up and down the stairs can see you? Yes. Okay, hold on. Do you have pictures of what you're saying? Yes. 
Okay, what am I looking at? These are the stairs? Yes, those are the stairs going up, and that's the shower. Okay, and then there, but, and this curtain? That's where the toilet is. Okay, and this curtain is the shower curtain or Correct. some other curtain? It's the shower curtain. And then the, is there another curtain that would block you from view? No. Is this a picture of your place? That is the picture of the downstairs bathroom. The, what, the, is that's the only shower, right? That is the only shower. So is it accurate that somebody going up and down the steps will see the naked person showering? Not if they have their shower curtain drawn. Absolutely not. The well, I'm still seeing, it depends on how high you are on the steps. <laughs> well, like if this shower curtain was closed, I assume the steps go on. I could take myself a peek. I mean, no, you can't, Your Honor. I have had this property for over 20 years. Um, I have had one other person complain about the lack of privacy. It's kind of, of something, though, if you don't have four walls and a door around your bathroom, you should probably say that because it's uncommon. But in any event, what else was your problem? Um, it was filthy when we got there, which we knew it was rustic, so that really wasn't our well, filthy concern. and rustic are two different things. Right. Right. So, um... When later on that night, when I went to make dinner, I pulled a, a pan out of the cabinet and there were mouse droppings in it. Yeah. And then around the stove, it's really filthy. You can see mouse droppings. Do you have pictures of that? Yes. Did you have somebody clean before they came? Absolutely. Who did you have clean? I, I mean, have a, in a, did, is that, do you have an affidavit from that person or a receipt to prove that somebody cleaned? I, um, no, I'm sorry, I don't, but okay, I have, of course, someone pictures. clean before every, um, before every renter. Okay, have you seen the pictures I'm about to look at? Because it's disgusting. I gotta yes. tell you, what is, what is this a picture what, what, of? That's by the toaster. And then these are mouse droppings on the pan? Correct. And this is the toaster? Yes, yeah, so it's just more. Yeah, I don't know that anybody cleaned there. So if you actually, well, what's this? You're on it. Hold on a second, what's this? Um, that's the microwave. Yeah. Gross. I mean, uh, I, if you paid somebody to clean, you need to hire somebody else. Well, you're. I know those are close-up pictures, but why don't you take a look at them first? Have you seen these pictures? Yes, I have seen these okay, pictures. Go ahead, go ahead. And I think these pictures were taken after she had been there a while because there were no. They're mouse droppings. You thought you think she brought them with her? No, but I think that there was food potentially left out or crumbs around the toaster that attracted the mice. So does she call you when she comes in and says, "Hey, this is filthy. Come and get somebody no, to clean." No, she did not. And part why of my rental agreement. Why didn't you do agreement. that if it was so filthy when you came in? Why didn't you just say? her, hey, this is unacceptable. Come have somebody clean. Well, when I had arrived, I was advised to contact whoever the rental manager is. So I called and they went through all the rules. And then the next day, um, there was an instance where the people from the lake house had gone down to the waterfront and they walked right past the cottage and they didn't say anything. So it just sort of caught me off guard. So I went down there saying, are you supposed to be here? So that's why I'm going to the story. And so when I reached out to the rental manager and said that that is just one of many reasons I would not have rented the place and I went into- Wait, what is just one of many reasons? The fact that there was someone else? No, the fact that they just walked by, they didn't say anything, so it made us feel like they didn't belong there because she had told me on the phone that somebody had stolen one of the kayaks before. So I was concerned that these people didn't belong there. So I went down there and said, okay, I didn't think anybody else was gonna be here. But the advert didn't the advertisement say that you ch share the beachfront with one other house? Correct, yes, it did say that. Is but that the person you were seeing there? Is that yes. the person who was in that other house? Yes, okay. so I was just expecting some notification to say, okay, the lake house is rented, you may see other people down there when you're down there. But just the, some the advertisement up. said that. It did, yes. Okay. Um, so when 
I was talking to the rental manager and I said, in the shower, like, are you kidding me? That's not even a shower. No communication after that. What day did you move in there? The 29th. While you're there, you're there seven days. Do you Correct. guys shoot off? It's for the 4th of July. Yes. Do you guys shoot off fireworks? Yes. Okay. And where are you shooting off the fireworks? Down by the water. All right. And what else was wrong with the place? At some point, you see a roach? Yeah, it was the night before we were leaving. Saw two roaches scurry across the floor when we opened the door. Okay. How many people did you have staying there? Um, it was me, my boyfriend, my daughter, and then another couple and their daughter. So how many? Six. Six Total, people. including myself. Right. So six people were staying there. All Correct. right. You end up running into those other people that were staying at the lake house or no? Yes. All right. And did that go okay? Well, the first conference, the first instance was when I said, you know, I'm not sure you're supposed to be here. You know, we were told we got this private beach. And she said, oh, that's my aunt's house. I'm staying at the lake house. And I said, oh, okay. I just figured we would have been made aware that people were going to be walking right down the cottage because it's, they share a stairway to get down. So. Okay. All right. So now, you know, mouse droppings, roaches, I know it's the woods. I mean, I got it. But most of all, the shower thing. Um, so talk to me about that because you have since changed how you advertise it, correct? I added some pictures to display what the shower was. Uh, well, you all, don't you now you... describe the shower? No. Let me see your new advertisement. Um, so right now it's on the photo page. If you hit the back, then you can see the rest of the Thank you. listing. I went down on July 1st at, to the beachfront with the intention of introducing myself to Stacy and um, let ask, having known uh, what she had said, I uh, asked her, um, you know, how's it going uh, so far? Do you have any concerns or problems? Um, she said, literally, she said, things are fine. Okay. I said, if there are any problems or concerns, please okay. let me know. Uh, here's a much better picture of how you can peek into this shower. If, if this is closed and someone's here, they can totally check your naked body out. No, they, I'm Absolutely, sorry. Absolutely, ma'am. Look, there's the, the rod is going from a wall to three rungs down, so you can absolutely see it. Absolutely. So it's much better that you now put a picture of it. All right. What, um, did you two ever talk and try to come to some kind of agreement on it? I had called her. I called her especially after uh, the fire, but even... Oh, let's talk about the pipe. We didn't talk about that. Yes. Go ahead. So uh, the next time I hear anything is actually through my uh, niece's husband, Jeff, who said he was walking by the cottage and he was approached by, um, they assumed, her husband, um, a male guest, uh, saying that there was water spraying in front of the cottage. Uh, he immediately called me and said, um, this is a concern that they have. Um, and uh, I asked, you know. Okay, so you called a plumber and you got the pipe fixed. And you think that they ruined it. So the plumber came the next day. He said there has been fire damage to the pipe. Okay. And he did not want to repair it because he wanted to, he knew there was also electric wire that ran near that pipe. But it was very obvious that there was a trail of scorch ground. Yes, I do. Is it your premise that what is she holding in her hands? This is a pipe with oh, with the yeah, burn damage. <laughs> who is who is that nice lady next to you? That's my sister. Okay. Yeah, that's burn damage. 
This is damage that was not there before they arrived. Uh, obviously, by the fact that they told um, my uh, niece's husband on July 4th at around 6 o'clock uh, that the water was spraying, that there had not been, uh, that they had not noticed it really before then or before that day. Can I ask you a question? What day were they shooting fireworks? I have no idea. Well, I what don't day know were about you shooting fireworks? It was late on 4th of July. Right, so if they report it beforehand, then how can it be their fault? How many roaches in a place before you move out? Uh, maybe like two. Two roaches? Yeah. So one one doesn't do it, but two? No, because like they could just like come in from like the door on like accident. Gotcha. How many roaches? Uh, honestly, like five. Um, <laughs> this is hysterical. Five. Um, two. Sir? One. Well, I was waiting for one. Why one? There's a reason why one. Because if there's one roast, there's going to be more. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Going inside the courtroom. I'm saying all I know is fire damage was done. Yes, I understand. But you are suing. You, you know, you are suing her. In your lawsuit, you say they need to pay the pipe repair. So Correct. why would they need to pay the pipe repair? You're I, I, I understand they threw fireworks, and I understand that it is burned. But I also understand that first it's burned, and then later they throw fireworks. That's why I'm saying, how can it be that? I, I do it not. It could be the I people who were there before. I am not assuming that it was. Well, no, fireworks. you're suing them for it. I'm you sorry. are assuming. <laughs> no, I am. I am assuming that some kind of fire damage was done, and that some. Amber was there a fire? No. Okay. We so were, you just see the spraying water, you call them, it gets repaired, that's all you know. When is the first no. time that someone says you did something to the pipe and you have to pay for it? When is that? After my review and all right, re so what's the How does it work? The first thing that happens is you call them and say, I want a refund? So I left her a note, uh, like I said, the night before is when we saw the roach. So I left a dead roach on the stove and I wrote her a note saying full refund expected. Then I followed up on July 12th saying, I'm just following up on the refund status. And then that's where the communication went back and forth. Right. But why would you ever think that you would get a full refund? Why is that reasonable? You guys stayed there for uh, seven days. Six we people did. got seven days lodging. Why would we that did. be fair? Be a full refund. Because I called around and it's 4th of July and there's no availability. That doesn't change the fact that you got to use it. Right. For seven days. Six people got to use it for seven days. Right. It doesn't change that fact. And I totally agree. But there right. was no negotiation as far as, okay, well, I'll give you 50% because you did stay there a week. I understand that you had some issues. There was nothing. She was not willing did to offer. Did you offer that? I did not. No. Right. All right. I think that she's entitled to some of the money back. I don't think she's entitled to all of the money back. Um, I am going to order her to pay you $1,000 which is discounting it by, you know, a good third, and more than a third. And that includes the damage that was done to the water pipe? No, because you have no proof that she damaged the water pipes. So, Any, I, no, we're, we're, I'm sorry. Right, you have no proof that she did something to damage your water pipes. It could have been burned by the last person who shot fireworks. I shoot fireworks all year long, okay? I don't know if it got burned by something else. You have zero proof. They were already talking about it before they hit the first fireworks. They complained July 4th. So it can't be their fireworks that did it. So all you know is that you have a burnt pipe and you didn't have a burnt pipe before or you didn't notice a burnt pipe before. 
See, that's the problem. It could be a burnt pipe that degrades and degrades and degrades a little more and a little more with the water pressure. So you don't have proof that that's their fault. I am ordering you to pay her $1,000 because six people stayed there seven days. But I am, I'm going to allow you to keep $624.80 as a discount for the problems you encountered. That is my verdict, folks. Good luck. So the plaintiff is going to get $1,000 for the rental. Ms. Collins, what do, you, what do you think about the outcome? Well, that's what the judge decided, so that's okay. I mean, obviously, you did spend the six days there, seven yep. days, really. Yep, so. and I probably would have went through this fight had I left and found some other place. So we decided to stay, tough it out. Okay, that's the way it works. Thank you very much. You must sign a few documents. Now, Michelle, the plaintiff is on her way out of the courtroom. I know you're not thoroughly happy with the, uh, the judge's decision, but you're going to get some money back for this. Yes, but uh, I'm mainly here today because I feel that people should not get away with paying nothing for something. And I feel I was very clear how primitive the cottage was, as well as I was not saying I knew that it was fireworks, but that it was fire damage. The fire damage did not exist prior to their yeah, tenant. but you had no proof it was her. But don't you think it's a little unfair to advertise a place with a bathroom and have no door? Um, I have learned that I need to be absolutely clearer Clear. about what that is. But in 20 years of renting this property, nobody's complained is, before. Uh, one person actually yeah. after uh, the defendant, but before that. And my intention has been actually to try to figure out how to put stairs there okay. in the space that's allotted. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. All right, Harvey. I mean, look, Doug, the plaintiff had a theory, but it's not supported by evidence, and you need evidence. And therefore, that's why you didn't get the money for pipe repair. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the plaintiff, Michael Rodriguez. He says he purchased his very first car from the defendant and a lousy guy unloaded a piece of junk on him that needs a new transmission, new catalytic converter, and a new exhaust system. When he called the defendant to complain, the guy basically told him to take a hike. So that's what he did, right to the courthouse to file this suit. He's suing for $1,050, the amount he's owed. This is the defendant, Ayman Abdallah. He says the plaintiff bought his car and then a week later calls him to tell him he wants to return it for a full refund. All he knows is he sold him a good car with no issues. The plaintiff had it for a week and who knows what he did to it and he owes nothing. He's accused of taking advantage of a first time buyer. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff bought a car from the defendant and needed a new catalytic converter, transmission, and a new exhaust system. The defendant says there were no issues with the car, and who knows what the plaintiff did to it. It's the case of Hope Dedu. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. Hello, Mr. Rodriguez. Hi. You bought a car from Mr. Abdelal? Yes. Okay. How'd you find the car advertised? Um, on an application that I downloaded called OfferUp. 
Okay, OfferUp is a website like Craigslist kind of thing? Yes. Is this your personal car or are you a dealer? Yes. No, that's a multiple personal, choice question. Personal car. Is this your personal car or are you a dealer of cars? Personal. Personal car. Yes. All right. So you see it, you like it, you go test drive it? And everything was fine at first. How old are you? First day, 22. Okay. Everything was fine at first and it seemed normal. And then when I got home the next day, I turned it on and check engine light and the transmission was slipping. So then I took it to my mechanic. Right. And he gave me an estimate of all the work it would need done and none of these problems he mentioned. Okay. Did you have a mechanic look at it before you decided to buy the car? No. Okay. Did he give you any kind of warranties? No. Do you have anything in writing, like a contract with him or anything? No. Did you make any warranties to him about? No. Okay. What did the advertisement say? Because that's whatever he said in the, in the advertisement. Um, if he said something specific and we know it's a lie, then, I All mean, if says he says it runs great, that's not. All it says is good. Good? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. Who's it a problem for, though? That's the question, right? Yeah. So the guy didn't have it checked out by a mechanic in advance and didn't get a warranty. Is this guy out of luck? I would say so, yeah. Because? Because he kind of did it to himself by not taking the proper precautions before buying it. Is it insane not to have a used car checked by a mechanic before you buy it? Yeah, I mean, you had to get, make sure that it's uh, worth the buy, you know? Because well, worth the buy. You want to make sure that it's not going to fall apart before you buy it, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree. You agree? <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah, just because you got to get it checked out and it's negligent not to. Yeah, that's well put, going inside the courtroom. So what, where's the car now? It's in my dad's house. Does it run or it doesn't run? I don't even want to take any more chances with it because I don't want to cause any more damage to it. What do they say has to be done? Do you have that? Yeah, it's all right here. Yeah, it won't even pass an inspection. I can't register. Did you take it for inspection? Yeah, when when he did that, when he did that um estimate, that diagnosis. That's not an inspection though. But anyway, it says catalyst below threshold, sensor upstream, evaporation system leak, transmission incorrect gear ratio, and a used transmission. It's telling you that you should put in another transmission. And then he writes here. Estimate only, car will not pass inspection until above, above repairs have been done. This is your first car? Yeah. Did you take anybody with you when you went to test drive it? No. Who's the gentleman with you? That's my father. Dad? Yeah, he was there at the mechanic. Yeah, was he there when you bought it? No. I went Did he know you were buying it? No, I went by myself. You went by yourself, it's your money and... Yeah. Yeah, except for that maybe, have you ever bought a car before, Dad? Yes. Ah. Come on up, Dad. <laughs> when did you find out Michael had bought the car? Uh, almost immediately afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah. Right. Did he tell you he was looking for a car or no? Uh, not really. Okay. Did you have an idea he might be looking for a car? At the time, no, I wasn't. I Were wasn't you surprised that he, that, he, that he bought the car and didn't ask you to come with him and check it out and all that stuff? Absolutely. Did, when he told you, Dad, I bought a car, what did you say to him? Well, so we need to check it out. See right. What, yeah. Except for that we need to check it out before we buy the car, right? Right. Right. Because once you buy the car from a private party, it's an as-is sale. But he never mentioned anything as Neither did anybody else in every as-is sale known to man. 
Did you know that any of this stuff um, was wrong with it? How, is this a car that you drove? No, this is from my daughter. From what? My daughter, my daughter. Your daughter's car? Yes, How yes. long did your daughter have it? I think uh, between six to seven months. And then why were you getting rid of it? Because she needs to, she told me she needs to upgrade his, her car. Okay. The purchase was when? What day was the purchase? Uh, September 7th. 7th? Yes. Right. Well, by the 13th, he was already taking it to the shop. So it didn't last very long before a bunch of stuff went wrong with it. But I presume that when you bought it, there were no lights to saying check engine lights on, right? It seemed it seemed in like it was in good condition, and then I started driving. Right, but it seemed to who? To you with your vast experience at 22? Maybe you should have brought somebody with you who knows cars. I mean, was the check engine light on or no? It popped on when I was driving at home. Afterwards. It wasn't on when you drove it. And when you drove it, did it drive well? Like, once I started getting home, it started like... No, no, before you bought it. How long did you test drive it for before you bought it? Not long. And it drove fine. There's no check engine light, and it drives fine. Your complaint is that after you purchased it, stuff happened on your watch, um, which is unfortunate. But if you want a warranty, then you have to buy it at a place that gives a warranty. This is an as-is sale. And consequently, he doesn't owe you a penny. You need, and everybody else in your position, needs to be very, very careful when they buy a car as is like this, with no warranty of any kind. Because when you do that, you should really pay the 100 bucks to a mechanic to take a look at it beforehand so that you can decide if you want to buy the car. You see? Um, at a minimum, you should take somebody with you who might know about cars. Because, you know, it's scary territory. So it's your car to do with what you want, and I'm not ordering him to return your money because that's not the parameters of the deal that you struck. Okay? Verdict for the defendant. Thank you. So the defendant prevails in this case. Mr. Rodriguez, I'm sorry. I'm sure everybody feels sorry for you. You've learned a hard lesson. Yeah, I mean, he did business dishonest and still won. Well, he said he didn't realize it was in this bad a shape, but, you know, you should have had him. Well, the judge said you should have had a mechanic look at it first. Yeah, that's crazy. What, what, what has your dad said to you after this? What have you said to him? Oh, it's a lesson learned. He got to that's call it. me first. A lesson learned. He <laughs> should have talked to you first. No question about it. Sorry about that. You got the car. What are you going to do with it now? I don't even know. <laughs> Figure it out now, I guess. All right. I'm just going to cost you something to get it fixed up. Yeah. Well, good luck to you, okay? Right, thank Sorry you. you lost in court. Okay, the defendant is on his way out of the courtroom. Did you have any idea it had all these problems? No, no. Really, no. You feel sorry for him? Yes. I'm sure you do. <laughs> good, yes. Okay, well, good luck. Thank, thank you, you very thank much. You. You're thank lucky. You. Thank you. <laughs> You're off the hook. Harvey? Doug, not only should you have a car checked by a mechanic always when it's a used car, but in addition to that, you can also demand a warranty from a used car, even if you buy from a private party. If they say it's as is, you look at them and say, I'm not gonna buy your car. I want a 30-day war warranty, and if you don't give me a 30-day warranty, I walk. It's amazing sometimes how people get. <laughs>